The purpose of this video is to show you how a company of soldiers, no, that's not the right word, a company of heroes is being treated by the Army after they return from a very difficult 15-month deployment in the mountains of Afghanistan. I hope, after watching this short video and seeing the pictures that I took of the barracks these men are expected to live in, you will make some phone calls. Call your congressman, call your senator, call your local newspaper, and call the commanding general of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Demand that something be done to help these men who deserve a lot better than what they're getting. My son, Sergeant Jeff Frawley, is a 22-year-old infantry sergeant in the 82nd Airborne. Jeff is a team leader and sometimes squad leader in the 2nd Platoon of Charlie Company in the 2nd Battalion of the 508th Brigade of the 82nd Airborne Division. On April 13, 2008, most of Charlie Company returned to Fort Bragg, North Carolina from Afghanistan. This was Jeff's second deployment, but for some members of Charlie Company, this was the end of their third deployment. Before I show you the photos that I took of their barracks, I'd like to point out a little bit of what my son's platoon just went through. Second platoon spent the last 15 months in two different 39-man fire bases in the mountains of Afghanistan. The majority of their deployment was spent in a fire base at 8,000 feet in the mountains, a half mile from the border of Pakistan. The nearest American base was a four or five hour dangerous drive away. During this deployment, 20 out of 39 men in 2nd platoon hit IEDs. None of them were killed, but there were a number of Purple Hearts. While many soldiers are lucky enough to live in a large forward operating base called FOBs that have some comforts of home, that was certainly not the case with the 2nd platoon of Charlie Company. Twice during this deployment, my son went eight weeks without a shower. How many Americans, can we say, have gone eight weeks without a shower? Back in the winter of 2007, they were so far out there that I went eight weeks without a letter, without a phone call, or any emails. On two other occasions, I went for over a month with no contact. This was not because Jeff did not want to contact me. It was because they were only allowed one seven-minute satellite phone call a month, and Jeff gave his minutes to the married soldiers that he was with. I only mention these things so that you understand that these soldiers spent 15 long, hard, difficult months in some of the most remote, dangerous areas of the mountains of Afghanistan. They didn't complain, they just did their job. Now, you're going to see what we did for them when they returned home. Fort Bragg has gone through a dramatic building phase in recent years. Back in 2005, when Jeff returned from his first deployment to Iraq, his company was told that the Army was building new barracks for them. This did not happen. Fifteen months ago, when Charlie Company left the very barracks that they returned to on April 13, 2008, they were told that the Army would build new barracks for them while they were gone. That did not happen. 
the photos that you're watching now are photos of the barracks that these men have to live in. I was told that these barracks were built in 1942. I have no way of confirming that. Let me begin by saying that I took the photos that you're watching, and I took them on the first two floors of Jess Barracks on the day after he arrived from Afghanistan. The instant you walk through the front door, you know you're entering a building that should be condemned. The stairwells were filthy dirty. The railings are rusting. When you walk into the first floor and look at ceiling tiles, there's a number of missing ceiling tiles, and there's big areas of mold all over the end of this hallway. It only takes you a few minutes when you start to look to see the mold that's there. The picture you're watching now is a photo of a drinking fountain on the first floor hallway. This is not in a back room. It's in the main hallway for the barracks. The drinking fountain has long since been removed, but you can see the drain pipe. On the right side is a large drain pipe and a drain coming off of it that has Kleenex stuffed in it so that the sewer gas does not come back into the building. All of the drinking fountains had been removed from this barracks. Here's a different one where the rags that were stuffed in the drain have been pulled out and sewer gas is coming into the building. Keep in mind, soldiers are sleeping right across the hall from where these old drinking fountains were. Now, the pictures you're watching now and the sequence of pictures that you're going to watch are those that I took in the communal bathroom that these soldiers have to go to the bathroom and have to take their showers. The pictures speak for themselves. The dark spot behind the peeled paint is mold. This is right over the head of where the, where the soldiers stand when they take their showers. Now these photos were taken out in the area where the soldiers shave and have to go to the bathroom. Look at the ceiling. If you look close, you can see where your paint is rusting off. This is lead-based paint. Look at the ceiling here. Look at the pipes over the toilets. Again, the ceiling and the pipes. This is right above the urinals. Look at the ceiling where the, where the paint is peeling off, falling down. How healthy is that? Sergeants who live in the barracks, by regulation, are supposed to get a room with a private toilet and 122 square feet of living space. Well, that's not going to happen in these barracks, but this is Jeff's room that he shares with another sergeant. This is their toilet, and these are photos of the floor drain in their one-man shower. Here's Sergeant Korn's toilet. The seat on the toilet is broken in half. Someone in the past has repaired the toilet seat by rebuilding the seat with cardboard and then covering it with black electrical tape. Sergeant Korn said that he has to be careful when he uses it because the cardboard section always slides off to one side. And here's a photo of Sergeant Korn's shower curtain. Here's a blurry photo, but it's a picture of the door lock 
that the room door to the hallway for Sergeant Corn's room has to close with. Now, you tell me if you would want to keep valuable things behind this lock mechanism. This is a photo that Jeff took the morning of April 14th. The second floor toilets have overflowed and there is over three inches of water on the floor. I don't need to tell you what the brown water around the floor drain is. There are times when sewage water backs up into the sinks in the lower floors of these barracks. The soldiers have to tell one another who's taking a shower when they turn the sinks on or the person taking the shower gets scalded with hot water. So the week before this soldier's photo was taken, he was in a war zone in Afghanistan. And less than 12 hours after arriving in America, he was doing this. I don't know about you, but this is embarrassing. It's disgusting. It, it makes me mad as hell. If these buildings were in any city in America and were called apartments or dormitories, they'd be condemned. The Army's talking about giving soldiers who live in barracks like this another $145 a month. Would you live here for $145 a month? The Army has a program called BAH. This is basically a basic housing allowance that's paid to soldiers who live off base in private homes or apartments. The Army needs to be paying every soldier that lives in these barracks, BAH, until they can move back into the new barracks that have been promised to Charlie Company for the last three years. the gifts that they were given 
were determined to leave home. Battles fought together, acts of conscience fought alone. I was one who believed in she.